the following episode of PICs on LSD will and can contain explicit language and adult content. Listener's discretion is highly advised, and this one's definitely not for the kids. Um, that's pretty much it, so until then, enjoy Good the evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. So yeah, so um, after our three month hiatus, we are back at it again, and that's just because life got in the way, work, school, all that shit. But uh, due yeah, to... time. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but due to popular demand, we are back with another episode, and I think we said last time, and we're gonna back that up, that we were, that we were gonna talk about gender roles and how it affects the way that men and women act around each other and act in society. Um, I didn't do much research for this show. I probably shoulda. Uh, I probably would've did a much better episode. I mean, better, uh, talk about this in March, back when we first spoke about it. But we'll get through it. Uh, did you do any research at all? Yeah, yeah, I I did do some research. Yeah, I did. All right, talk to me then. I'll let you start it off. Okay, well, first, let's talk about what, so since this was three months ago, what, what made us decide that we wanted to talk about this? Because something led up to that, that we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about gender roles. So um, I know we had talked about the R. Kelly thing. Yep. We had talked about the abducted in, in plain, plain sight. sight. Yep. And I can't remember what we talked about prior to that, but I think all of our previous conversations kind of led up to us saying, oh, yeah, let's talk about gender roles. So do you kind of recall what it was i think that i may have gone off on a tangent talking about uh the expectations a big surprise talking about the expectations that are put on men and women and how they don't always add up to what's really expected because yeah i I do know that somehow we were talking about uh i believe that boys don't cry and then i was saying 
if boys don't cry, why do we have tear ducts in? So obviously boys do cry. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I was saying that not to um defend anyone who's been abusive to women or anyone, but uh, with men especially, uh, there's a lot of things that we're raised to be emotionless, but then when we're adults and, and we're trying to get married and like start our romantic lives, we have to fight that programming that we had when we were children and learn how to show emotion when we we're told from a child that you're acting like a little bitch, that you're acting like a girl, and all this other shit. So, so essentially, men are trained to suppress their emotions all the time, but when we're adults, we have a hard. Well, so, so in in essence, as as we become adults, it makes it very difficult for us to show emotion when we need to, and because we bottle these things up inside. That's maybe a reason why some men will blow up and have angry tempers. Maybe some other reason why they might be abusive because they don't know how to handle their emotions any other way than than to be physical. Because men play sports and like play contact sports. So then um we're we're taught that if something makes you mad, hit it. So right. when we can't process our emotions with uh with uh, like the women's with the women in our lives, not saying this is right, not, not saying this is something anyone should do and I not anything that I've ever done, but it's just something I'm thinking about. Maybe that is a contributing factor because we aren't raised correctly because we because yeah because i was saying also that we raise boys and girls differently and i will argue that maybe we shouldn't yeah so uh speaking of that you know how you just said well boys are taught if they're mad to hit something and then they're taught that when they're sad they should hide it right i also think that it has a lot to do with how you're raised but mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like a vicious cycle because it's like if you were raised that way, your parents were probably raised that way and so forth. So yeah. in gender roles, in essence, um, what, what it means is it kind of like determines how guys and girls should think and speak and dress and how they should like interact with um, with society. And. Um, I think it does all start with um, childhood. Like, mm -hmm. for example, um, like a boy is treated differently than a girl. Um, boys are, for example, like taught things like how to how to fix things or how to build things. While while girls are not really taught that, they're more taught how to like cook and clean right. mm -hmm. and like. Mm -hmm. And, and you see it and you see it everywhere. You know, you see it on on TV, for example, when when you're watching like commercials about toys. OK, I mean, you can you can obviously tell like that Legos, for example, are geared more towards boys because you're building stuff and like Barbie dolls. All you see is little girls playing with Barbie dolls on like TV commercials, you know. Right. So. They're like given different toys. They're they're given different clothes. You know, boys are usually like pants and a shirt. Girls they have dresses and girl colors like pink and and all that. You know, so yeah, it definitely starts young. And then you know, girls have have makeup. Boys don't. Boys have ball caps. And and 
like or a Christmas time, you mm-hmm. know, like when you're shopping for your kids. I mean, girls obviously will get, you know, girly things, you know, and boys get cars and a toolbox. Like I got my son a toolbox mm-hmm. uh, a few years back. And um, yeah, so definitely starts in childhood. Now, that isn't to say that uh, there are some things that are, how do I say this without sounding like I'm I'm a caveman, that are for women and, and are for, uh, well, like girls and boys. Like, for example, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with um, uh, girls playing with Barbie dolls and boys not playing with Barbie dolls. But if they want to, that's fine. But I, I don't mind it being geared geared towards genders and, and, that, and that way. But... Um, being from the good point that you made about uh, boys are trained to fix things and women are trained to be cooks and and, and clean and, and things like that. Um, those are aspects that everyone needs. Well, those are skills that everyone needs to have. And I think that some of that is trying to make sure that a person finds a mate who has the things that they can have. I mean, like who has the skills that they don't. I'm a guy. I can fix shit, but I can't cook. It, she's a girl she can uh, cook but she can't fix shit so they need each other so i think that's some of it but those are skills that everyone wants to have i mean because like say what if someone's wife dies what if someone's husband dies or uh, what if someone like is celibate or things like that everyone should know how to cook in my opinion everyone well like just basic shit like just shit to fucking uh, survive everyone wants to know how to do laundry yeah yeah everyone wants to know how to uh, fucking build a shelf or uh, like a uh, a table, well, not, mm-hmm. maybe not build, but put one together. So, right, so go ahead. yeah, no, t- totally. But now think about think about this day and age. It's not like how it was, for example, back in the '60s. Right. You know, when everybody was basically married, the the wife stayed at home, the husband went out to work came home to, you know, come home to uh, dinner and all that. It's not like that anymore, really. I mean, like, right. like nowadays, totally agree with you that we should know how to do these things, especially this day and age when, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't married, who don't, you know, who are single or who are like single parents or whatever, you know, that need to take on the role of the other, uh, of the opposite sex, right? Yeah. But if you think about it, though, I mean, this started like way, way, way back when. I mean, yeah. with hunters and gatherers, men were programmed to be hunters and gatherers, and women. You know, like when you're thinking like way, 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 way back, you know, at a mm-hmm. caveman age, you know, and and women, they were the ones taking care of the children. So but now things are, are changing, you know, now you have. Uh, now, you, you know, you know how it is like yeah. now you have guys becoming women in a way, you know, or. um. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I mean, now, um, the point that I would make to that point is that's when we were cavemen. Uh, everything evolves. Uh, 
technology technology evolves and people evolve. Now, in terms of like those skills, uh, everyone should have those basic skills for life. Everyone should know how to raise a child. Who who intends to have a child? What if your spouse dies or gets sick? Everyone should know how, how to do those things. I know a lot of guys who will like yell about the wife of fucking up the laundry. Is is they're your clothes? Wash your own fucking clothes yeah. if you want it done a certain way. Or, yeah. or because I'm like wife didn't cook dinner. If you're so fucking hungry, cook your own fucking food. We should, we should all be sufficient adults. Um, but, but um, the main thing that I'm saying is in terms of the gender roles in society, uh, I think that that's where things are fucking everything up. Because for example, um, I spoke about uh, men in the beginning because I am a man. Um, but women have some things that are, are fucking them up as well. And I know in this super PC world, who am I to speak on on women's problems? But I'm I'm gonna do it anyway because um you're you're a feminist though, right? I am a feminist, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. the thing is, right? Uh, women. Okay, so if boys don't cry, I feel like. Girl shouldn't cry either, cause uh, giving giving into your emotions enough to where you cry, I think is a child like thing. So I think it's fine for any child to cry to a certain extent. No one wants to cry, baby. But if you have emotions, you have to learn how to let those emotions out and process those emotions. But when they when you get into adulthood, you have to leave ch- uh, childish things in the past. And to me, being able to cry is one of those things. Like, I don't respect anybody if they cry as a fucking adult. Unless, like, someone is gravely injured in their family or themselves, or if someone dies. But, like, if you're upset because something happened happened uh, at your job, and you cry about it, that's weird to me. Like, that, like that, that's a childish behavior, and I don't have any extra s- sympathy for them crying about something at work because it hurt them. You're a fucking adult, you should be able to process your emotions and handle them in a more effective manner. Yeah. However, men and women process emotions differently. Do and we like, know? See, now that's my we, point though. We, I don't think we do. We're trained to that. That's not nature. I don't think that's nurture. You think so? You really think so? Cause if you take two babies, right? A boy and a girl, they're going to cry probably the same amount of times. But as they get older and start to find out what their gender is, that's when we ingrain these gender roles in them. Like, oh, little Bob, you're one years old. Stop crying like that. But then you got little uh, a fucking Barbara. Oh, that's just Barbara. She's the same age, but she cries. Who cares? So I, I would argue that that isn't nature. That's nurture. Is that why you think some men act more like females and some females act act more like men but what's acting like a man or 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 a woman though that's something well, if also you if you stereotype it if you if you look at stereotypes yeah. okay like for like there are four different gender stereo stereotypes okay, okay. Mm-hmm. and like they're all based on these four things like personality traits um like you know, like women are expected to be more emotional and men are expected to be more like confident and aggressive. And then um, 
or like people think that um, women are supposed to be the ones taking care of children or cooking and cleaning, like we talked about, you know, and men are supposed to like take care of the finances and or if the car needs work or the home needs repairs. And then another trait, another thing to look at would be like, like jobs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because um, like you'll see women falling into jobs like being nurses or teachers. And then you see men, you know, working in construction or being engineers and all that. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth uh, stereotype would be their physical appearance. Yeah. Like women are expected to be more like graceful and classy and men, they're expected to be like tall and muscular and women, you know, are, you know, expected to wear like more like dresses, makeup and all that. And men, you know, boots, pants, whatever. Whatever. So that's what I mean with acting like, like, uh, men acting, you know, like some men like acting more like women and some women acting more like tomboyish. So that's um, what I mean. Yeah. So how they're acting like they're trace, you know? Yeah. Like you're speaking more to the actual status quo. Um, uh, what I'm saying is now there's masculinity and there's femininity. So I definitely mm-hmm. buy into those tropes because, uh, yeah, uh, so that's nature. Uh, a woman and a man will naturally move differently. Now, in terms of being emotional, I feel like we're men, boys and girls have the same blank slate when we, co- when we come into the world. But nurture changes us to what we perceive to be those gender roles. And then... And like that's putting a damper on, I would say, getting back to the topic of our show, of the man and woman interaction in regards to a relationships. Because um, there's a lot of pressure put on women and men to act a certain way and be a certain thing, when maybe it is, is that something that comes naturally to them. Because even to this day in 2019, a man is expected to be the primary breadwinner. And if you're married and have kids, it's impossible. You're going to need both of your income plus some to do all these things that people think that they can do it and afford. And like, there's some women who still don't want to work because they think it's not not a woman's place to work, but you you fucking have to. Yeah. And, And, um, oh, and this is also what we were talking about or maybe what I was thinking about. And, like, because women are, and, and I don't think this is nature, this is more of a trait that this learned. Women, some of the times, well, some, a certain contingent of females want, wants everyone to, well, has an ingrained need to be liked by everyone. And they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Whereas men are trained to say fuck people's feelings a lot of the time. And I, I think that that is the better way to be. Because, uh, like, for example, if people are doing, like, dating, uh, for example, like, now th- there's, like, a lot of ghosting going on. And, and ghosting is, is a coward's way out, but everyone does it. But along those same lines, instead of a woman saying no, she'll just either ignore the question and, or change the subject or say yes, but really 
she knows that she's going to cancel or when that time comes because she's afraid of hurting that the guy's feelings but in the long run doesn't hurt the guy's feeling more or that's going to get you a stalker <laughs> yeah well that's true <laughs> now um I know that <laughs> do you feel the need to be liked or and, and on top of that i guess that's two questions and then question two in, in terms of like, dating do you feel that same way like, to like am I a pleaser like like is that what you're asking if i'm a pleaser not necessarily um is it important that people like you that's different from being a pleaser to me people or men people in general and then like the man part is more of the second question okay um ha ah, good question i think if i think deep enough about it, i think i'm more concerned with a man liking me than a woman liking me okay, okay. uh yeah yeah, because I'm I'm thinking about like people from work, for example. I mm-hmm. I care more about what a man thinks of me than what a woman thinks of me. I guess depending on who the person is, but yeah, I'm leaning more towards a man. And why? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I guess maybe you make a good point there that uh, we do enjoy being liked. Um. But yeah, uh, I but, just I never thought about that really. Uh, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong though. In your adult life, don't you typically have more male friends than female friends? I have more male friends than female friends because I trust I trust males more than I trust females because the stereotype of a female is you know oh jealousy you know there's a lot of jealousy there. Um, there's like competition there. Um, yeah, those, those two things that, that are huge So that I'd th- rather steer away from with guys. I mean, with guy friends, there's no, there's no real jealousy unless you're in the, you know, unless you start dating, maybe then, you know, depending on who you're dating, but right. There's no competition between men and women unless they're both on a power trip. And if they're both on a power trip, then I would say that the trade of the woman is leaning more towards, you know, being more like like a guy, like acting more like like a guy. I now, guess. Now, um, yeah. Now, it, it, is it possible that because in your personal life? you prefer the company of men to women and that just kind of carries over to your job? Yeah, that could be. That could be. Now. Uh, I used to to have more girlfriends until I saw how, uh, how it is to have a lot of girlfriends. There's, there's drama, you know, that's another, that's another trait right there. There's, there's too much drama between women. Well, okay. Now I will say there's too much drama with your same sex because i feel the same way with dudes interesting right yeah so would you say you have more female friends or more male friends i have more male friends but i have more close friends that are women and i prefer the company of women now that's could be also because i'm sorry go ahead 
No, no, I wasn't saying anything. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, and some of that could be because uh, although I'm not a feminine man, I'm also not like a macho man either. Because uh, and then uh, like with a lot of males, there's also like a lot of competition. There's a lot of uh, men trying to be alphas when they aren't alpha, and like that's just gets annoying to me. Cause uh, like there's like alpha, like then like there's the uh, the more of the oh, what do you call it? There's it's not beta when we talk about alpha males, but like there's the alpha male, then like there's the uh, followers of your say, and then I'm in that third category where like I'm a lone wolf, and the alphas get on my nerves, and also. The main thing the guys talk about are sports, and I don't watch sports. Beta. Beta is what you're thinking of. It's... Alpha male versus beta male. Okay. Yep. And isn't there a third one, too? Like, uh, like Lone Wolf? Is what I'm calling it, but I think oh. it's called something else. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Would it be Omega? Yeah, there's Alpha male versus beta male versus Omega male. Uh, what are the traits of the Omega male? Let me see here. Omega, Omega male does not care. So yep. that must be the lone wolf. That's definitely me. Um, yep. Because it, it says alpha male. Um, yeah, like you, you said, is the like the macho man, basically. And uh, the beta male lacks confidence and tries to be perfect. Um, but yeah, lacks confidence, and then the Omega male doesn't care. So you have the confident one, the unconfident one, and then the one that just doesn't care. Yeah, that's definitely me. Um, and, and then, uh, like you were saying, like women like to compete with, with each other. I feel like men like to do the same thing, prove who who's the tougher, who's the smarter, who's all. I, I like to compete with people. The company that yep, I, and women are like. Women are like, oh, who's the, you know, prettiest exactly. and yep, has yep. the nicest clothes, you, right. you know, like, like that. Yeah. I don't it's have awful. time for that shit. Can't we all just um like, like our own shit and then just talk about shit? Just focus on the things where our interests converge without it being a competition. So I prefer the company of women. If I ever started, started a business, I'll probably have like two like male close friends and then everything else is females i think females will work harder for you and like they're more loyal when it comes to that and i think if it that's if their boss is a is a male and then as long as there aren't any women in the in that crew that the other women don't like you'll get so much fucking work done yeah yeah I mean, it's true in a way, but but then I think if you have mainly females, I think they're eventually gonna compete with each other, you know, and, and try to please you, and that could lead to drama too. But uh, I agree t- to a certain extent, but that's all in how the uh, the person charge sets the culture of that workplace, though. If it isn't a competitive workplace, that may not happen as much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like, that's a pretty good point that we made there. So now, on to the second part about dating, and then, like, where are we time-wise? 26 minutes, yeah. So, like, yeah, like, we might end on this, like, this is a nice, compact little episode, uh, like, with a lot of jewels on it. And, like, we aren't solving these problems, like, we're just talking about them. Uh, um... 
when it comes to dating, and then like you don't do much of the online dating, but like you do date, and then like you probably run into these same things. Um, do you have if a guy likes you, and like you don't like him, do you have a problem saying, "Hey, I don't like you. I don't want to date you. Yeah. I'm never going to date you." Yeah, 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 like, totally. A lot totally of women do. Yeah, I, I, again, like, like you said, I don't want to hurt that person, and I'd rather just ignore any because a lot of, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, girls are so naive, aren't they picking up on that he likes you and on all that? Yeah, of course we pick up on that. We do pick up on that. We just either we don't want to believe it, or we just want to ignore the situation. And hope it goes away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really what it is, you know. Um, yeah, no, I can't unless someone's acting really, really weird to where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna call the cops on you if you don't stop. Yeah, no, I definitely can't tell someone. Yeah, I, I don't like you, and I will never go out with you. Because that's what you do. What a girl does is, is she just puts the guy in the friend zone. You know what I mean? Like right. You know, that's why that's why that word friend zone exists. That's exactly it. You know, you don't want to tell them you're never going to date him. You don't like him like that. You'd rather just keep him safe in the friend zone. And then and, and, and that is perpetuated by Hollywood and these dumbass teen comedies and shit that make you think, that, yeah. oh, one of these days should finally say that it's me. Which can happen, but the likelihood of that happening is pretty slim. And what women may or may not realize and probably just don't care because they have that fear, a certain contingent of women have that fear, is that it's better to just tell that person or that guy no right from the get-go so they don't waste their time and get even more in love with you and then be hurt in the long run. Yeah, but would you agree that women like attention or someone? Some women like attention. So if they say, no, not interested, they're not getting all that attention from that person anymore. Could you explain to me this need for attention? Because I, I don't get it personally. I Honestly, I, I think it's a competition thing with other women. Like, oh, look, at he likes me, he likes me, he likes me. I want them to continue liking me. Um. I, I really think that's what it is. It's it's like a like a competition thing, like for other women to see, like yeah, I have the most guys that that like me. I'm not gonna date any of them, but I'm just showing you that I'm obviously the hottest one out of the bunch. So, you know, I I think that's what it could be. Now, I'm not saying like that it's like that for everyone, but I can see it being like that for some people. Yeah. You know, that's why you have social media and you have, have girls like like me, for example, who tries to post the prettiest pictures. I can take 20 pictures of the same picture, mm-hmm. you know, with different smile or whatever. I'm going to pick the best one out of the bunch. Why? Because I want the best one out there. Okay. Why? Because I want them likes. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's, it's a power trip. That's exactly what it is it's a power trip you know just like how men supposedly like being in power while women like it too just on a different level right now 
Uh, so that is a very huge contributing factor to why dating is so fucked up. But the opposite end of that, and kind of a comeuppance for for all the men that 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 have been on that other side of this with women. That's why a lot of guys just fuck one time and they're done. And it's kind of like, well, that that's what you get. Yep. 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 But, but if the woman has other people lined up that she hasn't said no to yet, true, that makes her feel pretty good, too. It's like keeping someone in, in reserve oh, in yeah. a way. Absolutely. You know, because but- someone mm-hmm. could ask you out. And you might not be completely into them, so you just think, oh, I'll save this one for later if it doesn't work out with this dude or this dude or this dude. It's like yeah, it's like a line of dudes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll just go through them, you know, to make myself feel better knowing, yeah, somebody else is lined up waiting for me. That could be another reason women don't say no. No. You know? Absolutely. You know, Which, you know now, what I now, mean? Now, yeah. now, that is a reason that I can get behind. Uh, now the a reason that like just want to be nice and want to hurt the guys feeling my tell no that's bullshit. But this reason that to me that makes sense because I uh, I've always said well I can't say I've always said but I think that there's nothing that makes a man now women I feel like can sense a man's confidence even if it's through the fucking internet dating site or through text or or whatever they can feel that confidence like that whole chemistry that whole uh, vibe. Um, nothing mm-hmm. makes a man more confident who are than already having a girlfriend. Cause <laughs> if you got pussy at home, you, you don't care the girl says no. On the yeah, few, but no, go ahead, go ahead. On the few times that I've cheated on girlfriends, it never happens. Wink, wink. Um, it <laughs> once I had a girlfriend, it was so easy to get other women. Cause it said no, you didn't care. <laughs> you just and then they could just feel that something about you that was appealing and it was the fact that you were taken. Even even if the uh-huh. uh, what I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're right, and it's also let me take that back to a competition thing. Like, yeah, I'm the other chick, and I'm competing with the wife. He's obviously, you know, coming to me because, you know, I. He wants me more. Like it's a, it's another competition thing. I'm telling you. No, no, no. But I'm saying even if the other girl doesn't know, there's yeah. something that a person can just feel, and it's affected. The guy has a, a girlfriend or a wife. Even if the other girl doesn't know, he's more likely to get this other girl and multiply it by whatever fucking number you want to. If he has a wife or a girlfriend, I don't know what it is, but that is definitely a fact. Well, I mean, I wonder if, so let me, let me think, because I was that girl. I was that girl at one point. What was I thinking? I guess I just thought, I just thought, okay, well, uh, he, he wants me. So, uh, maybe, maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm different from, from the wife or the, the girlfriend, you know, maybe. Right. He really, really likes me, and and we have a future, and I'm the only exception. Why else would somebody cheat, right? I'm I'm the greatest, so he sees that, so he he wants me, right? I mean, you could look at it like like that from from the mistress perspective, um, right? Yeah, yeah, I can't speak to that much because I've never cheated on on a girl who knew that I had a girlfriend. 
Yeah. Um, but I can say this though. Um, I had a point, but I fucking lost it. Uh, it it was it was riffing off what you said. Oh, um, people always ask why men cheat, and they say there's just um, and this is kind of a tangent, but like it all ties to the theme of our show. Uh, but the absolute reason that why men cheat, I'll let everybody out there know. I'll tell. I'll spill the beans for the uh, man agenda because we can because <laughs> uh, people number one aren't designed to be one person their entire fucking lives uh, I may have said this on the show before but the only reason to be married or be in a long term committed or, or relationship is if you're trying to be an actual Christian because being with one person for the rest of your life is the ultimate test of your faith in God and God is the only thing that can keep a marriage together. That's it. Because there's no other life. I'm sorry. We, we had a whole list. We had an episode on marriage before. Yes. We yes. had like 15 different things on this list, but you're yes. saying that that is number one. That will keep. I mean, in terms of in terms of uh, a thing that can keep a marriage together. Okay. In terms of logic, like uh, on like terms of like not because of like selfish reasons, uh, of actually being together and liking your spouse, not just like I'm saying for the kids or I'm saying for money that type of shit. That's like selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. But in terms of actual having a real marriage, the only thing that's gonna make a marriage real is if the third party in, in that marriage is God. But conversely, um, there's no consequence for cheating, so why wouldn't people do it? And I think women don't do it going back to those gender roles. There's a lot of women who would like to cheat too, but women have this fear of being perceived as a whore. So that that, that's a factor why I think they don't cheat as much. And that, well, okay, let's, let's stop even, let's stop that narrative anyway. I think women cheat as as much, if not more than dudes do. Well, I mean, women are most, Women are, uh, okay, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it like that. I would rather say there's more mistresses than anything. More mistresses than cheating women. Let's say that. If they're okay with being a mistress, yeah, they, they might as well, you know, like, be in, in the cheating category in a way, right? Because they're, they're cheating themselves in a way, right? I, I mean, would, would you... Well, what do you think? Do you think there's more mistresses or more cheating women? A mistress is a whole other thing onto itself. A mistress is, I think, technically like a, a second a relationship. And, and I think that typically if you're a, a mistress, there's a there's a financial aspect to it. Like, like the guy's paying your bills, like he's paying your car or something like that. Otherwise... Just like the side girl. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of side dudes out there, especially for these guys who have um, traveling jobs or definitely dudes that that the wife is fucking when they're gone. Or wh- what women do the most, I think, is the emotional cheating with their work husbands. Ah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I see that a lot at work. That's cheating well, too. Do you know, huh? Because that's cheating too. Yeah, I agree. Especially That's if you're cheating. married. Especially if you're married. 
Yeah. Yeah, I see that a lot. Do you know more women that cheat or do you know more men that cheat? Honestly, most of the married men that I know and like honestly 90% of my male friends are married. I'm like the I'm like one of two that isn't married. Right. And none are, of them cheat on their wives. None of them cheat on their wives. Them. Yep. But I know a lot of my male friends whose wives have cheated on them in the past, or they were married before, and the wife cheated on them. Uh, cheated on them. Most men will stay married to their second wife anyway. The fucking the starter wife is a real thing. Like that's real. And typically, the second wife is a wife because uh. This gets back to like our marriage shit, and and, and like it's but it's so tied so tied to the theme of our show, uh, and this is kind of like a kind of like a gender role. I I think that women think that, that it's their job as a wife to be the party pooper, <laughs> the first wife at least, because <laughs> when and yeah. then like there are. A, a strong a strong contingent of women who don't like for their husbands to have any fun that doesn't involve them. They want yeah. to do everything together. They want to be joined at the hip because say uh yeah, but they want that because they don't want their husbands to go cheat. They want to keep an eye on them. You shouldn't have to keep an eye on someone for them not to cheat on you. If you if you think your husband gonna cheat that bad, you shouldn't be married. No, I agree, but I bet you that's what it is. I bet you that's what it is. Do you know um, how many podcast hosts I've lost because of wives? <laughs> anything? And, and how many people have to check in with their wives to do anything? Well, why do they check in in the first place? Why do they do it? Are they scared of their wives? Probably. And that's Another reason, and like probably talk about that on on the marriage episode. Yeah, because when people get married, the wives get all the power. And until you get married, the man has all the power because the woman wants to get married. But once you get married, that that power dynamic flips. I don't want to have to check yeah, with anyone for anything. Them power. Hmm? Well, who's giving them the power? Who's I don't giving know. them the power. The women give women give men the power when they're dating. And then when mm -hmm. they get married, somehow the man just gets finesse to give the woman the power. But, that's interesting. Like, but again, that's the first wife. Once that marriage goes awry, the second wife is typically either a little bit younger and it's an older man, or there are two people who already are on their second marriages. So in the second marriage, you kind of—I feel like you're more a mature. And you see all the things that you, you might have done wrong in your first marriage, and then like you're more more so trying to find somebody who you're compatible with, and like not have a power struggle. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's something I want to talk about real quick. Is yeah. about the, and it it just kind of makes me think of like past conversations we've had. Mm -hmm. What about like for example, me when I would be like. Yeah, I'm not going to text him first. He has to text me right. first. I do want to talk to him, but he has to text me first before anything. <laughs> right. I still do that. I still do that. Andrew has to text me. Um, has to text me first. And, uh, or like, like the whole thing with, um, sex, for example. Like, yes. no, a girl makes a move. She's a slut. 
the guy has to make the move, you know, what? or or say yeah. say the girl slept with with a lot of guys, then she's a whore. But the right. guy, if he sleeps with a lot of girls, he is a a god or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Think about all of that. Yeah. Um. All of those, especially the thing that you do, because you're in a committed, loving relationship, he has to text you first. You think you will be beyond that? That kind of infuriates <laughs> me for him. But yeah, but that's all. But I told him. I said that's just how 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 I'm programmed now. So he's he's aware of it that I'm programmed like that now. I mean, okay, uh, this is where I get a little racist. Uh, so. I apologize, people in the audience. Now that's a, a thing about Anglo-Saxon dudes, anyway. <laughs> because let's be honest, they're the power structure that everyone's trying to fight against now. White dudes, and white dudes like being the power anyway. Mm-hmm. So he, he probably likes texting you first because it proves that that he's in power, that he has the control. Of the conversation, and I think that that's something that is n- nature with white males. I never uh, thought about it like that. Here, I thought I had the power all along. Now that could be a power dynamic that works for both of you, right? But I think that there is a ingrained thing, and in, uh, not every white man, but I think that like that race. Because uh, if you be honest, how many rulers are very that are very powerful around the world that aren't white or maybe Middle Eastern? Not very many. <laughs> yep. Um, and then um, like in, in regards to like that, that uh, a fucking shit. That's also a just stupid ass gender role. Yeah, because um, uh, if a woman if a woman is the aggressor in sex. Oh, she's a whore. But women should be aggressive when it comes to sex, especially in the current climate. <laughs> if I'm aggressive, I, <laughs> I could go to jail now. Uh, and yeah. People, and people don't know how much simpler the world would be if women were the aggressors in a relationship, at least getting it going. Because I think that. Well, I can't speak for all men, but I know that I have a difficult time reading signals because uh, a girl's signal could be that she touched touch your arm. But, <laughs> but some people just touch people's but some people just touch people's arm when they talk. <laughs> so how are we expected to know the difference between a hey, how's it going touch to oh, give me that dick touch? I, I mean, I can tell the difference. And then these days you can't take the risk. Girls, girls don't say anything though. Girls won't say it. Girls that's, will not say it. That's what I'm saying. It. Yeah. And it would be so much yeah, it would easier. Yeah, would be a lot simpler. Yeah, it would. World. But then, yeah, but but guys though, like guys will will make girls out to be whores if they exactly. make the first move in sex. It's, and that that's the problem. Men are the problem there because of the old tired gender roles and, and what's expected. It's it, it it takes so much stress off my shoulder if, if a woman just grabs my dick. <laughs> the the word would be so much simpler it, if women walk up to guys and say, hey, I think you're cute. Here's my number. Text me. I uh, think that, that rarely happens, though. Right. I think that, like, the marriage rate would be up tre- tremendously if women just took the fucking lead because dudes are stupid. We Well, no, 
I won't say we're stupid, but when, but women and men are incompatible in terms of reading each other's signals. Cause really, every time that I've tried to fuck a girl, I I, I took the risk, and it, it paid it paid off eighty seven percent of the time. I, I would probably say, but it's always at risk of being a creeper. You can go for that. Well, uh, is that is that taught? Is that taught? That yeah. nature or nurture? That that is for the same reasons that. You said before because uh, girls are taught that if they're too aggressive uh, sexually, that they're like they're a whore. So uh, then men are taught that they have to chase the women. Yep, men are taught to ask the girl out on a date. Men are taught to pick the girl up for a date, to pay for meals when you're going out on exactly. a date. Exactly. Why? One good thing about the uh, new days, though, is uh, you typically don't have to pick a girl up on a first date. You typically meet somewhere. That's way too much gas. Going to her house, trying to find her house. Then she has roommates or fucking or uh, fucking lives with her parents. Yeah, they gotta yeah. Go in the car. Or, or or the woman's just worried that the guy could be some rapist. There's exactly another exactly. type as oh, stranger danger. We better meet. You know, someplace in public, there's a, you know, the, the, that's another stereotype. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, but unfortunately, a lot of these dudes out here are fucking rapists. <laughs> right. 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 That stereotype but, is kind of true. <laughs> but I mean, think about this, though. Okay. Say, say, you know, the guy says, hey, I want to meet you, you know, I'll come to your house. The girl will most likely say, like, no, let's meet in public. But if the roles are flipped around, if the girl says, hey, why don't you come to my house? The guy would be right up on it. Yeah. It's mostly the girl that says, yeah, let's let's meet in public, you know. Because because uh, women have an ingrained fear of men because of rapists. Mm hmm. Um, and then it, it's not like a guy can't rape you if you meet him somewhere. True. But so yeah. are you thinking girls are taught to be more aggressive? Like how you're saying, like the girl should should come on to the guy if she wants him. You think yeah. the you, you think it would be safer for the girl just to be more aggressive? It would be absolutely so safer. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't have to worry about being raped and all that. Yeah, it would be absolutely safer. Because, uh, like, a rapist would be intimidated by something like that. Correct? Yeah, yeah, because uh, a person who is a rapist obviously has some very, like, there's some um, issues mentally. Right, they like to see a woman's firm. They like to see a woman in fear. They don't want to see a woman in power. Or... They don't... Right? I mean... They they like to see their victim like all scared and stuff. Yeah, cause so they take you know be in power. Yeah, cause I never I never got raped. Now in the future we can have a whole show on rape and like rape culture because there are different forms of rape. Mhm. Mm but in terms of like like say like a rapist who breaks women's homes and shit, I don't understand that due to the fact that if the girl doesn't enjoy fucking or, or want to fuck. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm going to feel like I'm raping her. But these sickos, they don't care if the girl enjoys it or not. 
they get off on the fact that they're fucking taking it. Exactly. Yeah, we we should make a show on that. We should talk about that. That would be a controversial one because, uh, like I said, there's unfortunately there's a scale of rape, and the and and the one that's is universally wrong and everyone understands is the one I'm talking about. But then like there's like uh uh what's the Indian comedian's name? Aziz Ansari. Uh huh. Do you do you like know what I'm talking about? I do know who you're talking about. I don't say, I don't know how to say his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. So when that whole Me Too shit came out, he caught a quasi rape case because uh this this girl fucked, let him fuck, and then she decided she decided after the fact that it was rape, but he thought they were just having consensual sex that he was the the aggressor on and then she also gave him head and then her quote and this is pretty much verbatim and then we're probably close and like this might be our next episode but um her pretty much verbatim quote was he knew i didn't want to suck his dick from how i was doing it say that one more time she said that she knew that he didn't want me to suck his dick by how i was doing it ah what the fuck does that even mean? Well, it's like a girl saying, like, oh, y- you knew I didn't want to have sex with you. You know, I just laid there and took it, and I, I didn't want it. Because a woman doesn't know how to say. Yep. No. I don't I let- want this. But then, now, and I, so this is going to be controversial. And not, not all women, not, not saying all a women. Certain, I'm, I'm yeah, just, a certain yeah. contingent of women, I will say. But my thing is this, uh, when it comes to that, you can't decide after the fact that it was rape. No. Because how was a guy supposed to know? It, and then they say, uh... Uh, they say that if if the girl doesn't say yes, then it's rape. Like basically saying, even if she doesn't say no, it can still be rape. Like I feel like we have the the responsibility as adults to express ourselves at least when it comes to that shit. So if you don't want to fuck, say yeah, I don't want to fuck. Yeah, but what are we supposed to do? Like like say, hey, do you want to sleep with me? Do you want to have sex with me? No, like, uh, like you know, when when the guy comes on to the woman, then it's her duty to say no. I don't want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that, like, to me, that is a very confusing. And then uh, there's also like the time. Uh, yeah, like this is gonna be very controversial. So next episode is gonna be very controversial. But like, I'll be all the way honest on it. But there's also the times when. Okay, so so I don't catch the case. I'll ask you the question. Has there ever been a time when you told a guy no, but you actually wanted to fuck? Yes. Okay, I'm glad you said it. Because there's also that. Well, that, that, back- is only because, that is only because, oh, I don't want him to think that I'm exactly. some whore. And that I'm- exactly. It all goes back to the, those gender roles. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. exactly why that happened. It's all linked, yeah. 
Because if a woman says yes too quickly, <laughs> she's been trained by society to think that that man will think she's the whore. I'll think, hey, this is my next wife. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, it all goes back to that. And I'm glad that you said it. And so I didn't have to say it. So I could be the one that's having all of the controversy. But no one's, no one says what you just said. On all this Me yeah. Too shit, no one says what you just said. Now, people like Harvey Weinstein is obviously a piece of shit. But when Aziz got his case, like, I'm done. This is the most. Now, for next month's episode, I want you to look up. I, pro- I probably I probably send you some links. Because like, when I heard that story, because I read the, it was like a fucking 20-page fucking thing that uh, she wrote. I'm like, this sounds like, this probably happened to me 12 times. I probably shouldn't say okay. that. I might take that part out. <laughs> but but it, it, it was a less rate. And then, after like that first time, they had sex multiple times after this incident that she spoke of. How was he supposed to know? Yeah, there's no way. That's crazy. It's it's really fucking crazy. But okay, we wanted to be under an hour, and we are. Um, so so we'll get back at you guys next month for our most controversial topic ever, uh, rape culture. And we'll probably upset some people, but we might actually get famous off of this one. Um, do you remember our sign-off from eight months ago? Oh, my God. Um, no, because every single time you ask me this, and but you, you end up remembering, though. You remember every time. I'm trying to think here. And, and um... Every time. <laughs> you may not know this awesome sauce, but uh, every show on the network has the same problem. Nah, really? Yeah, yeah. We can never think. Now, on like the main show, like the first show, uh, like, uh, like we have that one, but like on the other, on the other newer show, um, same problem. Now, also, while I'm thinking about it real quick, this might be our anniversary episode. It was June, wasn't it? I think it was June. Our first, our first episode was in June, and we had dinner and drinks. Mm-hmm. What did we have? Was it was it tacos or steak? It was tacos, wasn't it? Was that the taco day? Yes. Yep. 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 Tacos and then, and then wine. we had drinks, and then we mm-hmm. read those letters. Emotional. And today one. happens to be that person's birthday too. Really? Yeah. The emotional terrorist. Yes, the emotional <laughs> terrorist's birthday. Also, uh, in terms of the month, is 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 more importantly, is our one year anniversary for our show, which at that point wasn't a show yet, but like the, 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 this is anniversary month at least, and I'll check like that might be pretty close to like the day too. I know it was June. It was June, but it is funny that it's the emotional terrorist's birthday, though. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. <laughs> and it, <laughs> no, I think if, if it were this day, um, like the 13th, I think I would have mentioned it then. But I know it was definitely in June when we recorded. I feel like time. I, I feel like I remember it being a little bit after his birthday, because I think he went to some cabinet or, or, or some shit around his birthday, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is right a, right a, right along there. 
But anyway, happy anniversary, awesome sauce. And yes, I got it. And now the sign off. So uh, in the land of love, sex, and dating, remember, everybody plays the fool. There's no exception to the rule. Yes. That's it. We need to write that down and have it in front of us, okay? Every time we podcast together, we have to. That's something that I need to do on all the shows, but I I don't. Yeah, but uh, we'll try to get that done up the next month, and then, like, I'll try to listen to, like, the older episodes. But okay, um, we are out this bitch. We'll see you next month, people. And see ya, Awesome Sauce. I'll let you go. Yep, see ya. Bye.